0: Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are back with an episode on Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, season two. And I honestly have no idea how Jordan felt about it. I haven't we haven't talked about it off, off pod at all. So <laughs> should <laughs> off be fun. Pod. that's so true i was just thinking about that i was like wow we literally haven't even discussed this at all it's been a big week yeah uh but first tv news anything exciting happening in the tv news world jordan (laughs) (laughs) funny you should ask (laughs) um one thing i saw literally today is that the new season of the great british baking show (gasps) is coming back on september 16th the first episode i just saw on tv time that it was like showing up in my schedule and i was like how is this starting in one week and i have never heard about it so it's because it was just announced today just today eight hours that's so wild and that also proves how up-to-date tv time is go tv time if you haven't downloaded it yet, we're basically sponsored by them without getting a single paycheck. We love them. Um, it's always hard because Netflix drops them weekly every Friday, but it actually is really fun to look forward to. And it's fun to binge. It's kind of a win-win. I'm excited now that we've I got my family into it the last yeah. season. We'll probably watch. I'll make them watch every Sunday. It's perfect. Oh, my gosh. It's the perfect family Sunday evening activity because literally yeah, every person can enjoy this show like we say that I feel like we say that a lot but like this is maybe the most like universal show ever well and I used to not be a believer in that and I used to kind of roll my eyes when people would tell me that but they're not wrong it's just the cold hard yeah. facts unless you're a psychopath that I mean before I started watching it I don't I don't know why I was so like why, why were we so skeptical before we finally just did it? Because I I almost, know. I thought it would be every the way everyone describes it is that it's just like too, so sweet, but it's actually yeah. very sarcastic and funny. Like it's not just sweet all mm-hmm. the time. It's a perfect mix. And there's like drama, like people drop their cakes or like forget to turn their oven on. Yes. Like that's heartbreaking. Yes. And that is the kind of stuff I like. It's just like <laughs> low stakes, high stakes. It's great, personal traumas. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, I saw the cast, and it does look like Netflix post like tweeted it, and it there is a really hot guy. We'll see if he's as hot as Chigs, but I was happy that they have a hot guy in there.
1: That's I'll send you the picture. I can't wait to
0: see. I saw that Megan the Stallion is. Was cast in the She-Hulk series, and I saw like a tiny clip of her, and she's like playing herself. Is that happening? Yeah, apparently. Apparently, it was this episode this last week. Like, it's aired already. and like, is it just for like? Was she just like a cameo? Because the thing I have bookmarked was like she's been cast in the MCU, which makes it seem like she has like a reoccurring role. But I was like, huh? well, to be fair, I haven't watched an episode of she hulk yet so i don't know from the i saw them someone post the clip and it's like her teaching she hulk how to like twerk and so i yeah. don't know if maybe she would maybe they'll do a callback and she'll like actually be a villain or something later in the season that could be fun but yeah yeah very
1: i just thought it, it was is fun and
0: i i do like the headlines like Megan the stallion is in the MCU. Like she's Harry getting her own <laughs> film or something. yeah, which is funny cause with Harry, I'm like, no, Marvel, stay away from him. But with Megan the Stallion, I'm yeah. like, yeah. Well, I do you it? still feel that way though, about Harry getting all his own potential franchise? I do. I don't think Harry should be a main character for a while. I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet. But I've been saying since day one, I've been worried. We're talking about don't worry, darling. He's going to be bad at acting in don't worry, darling. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just, I have been saying that from the beginning that I've been hesitant about this casting, even though I love him. You got to, you still, the people you love the most are the people you're going to critique the most. True. That's like our, our mantra here at girl meets show. Yeah, exactly. I saw that they finally dropped the premiere date of for out for for the US of the final season of Dairy Girls and it's October. Oh my gosh. October 7th. Mark your calendars. Wow, I can't wait. I hadn't seen that. I love when you break the news to me. It's, it's fun. fun. I do, it doesn't happen often, so I like it too. <laughs> I am I feel like I'm always missing news. So it's it's my pleasure. <laughs> 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 um there's some drama happening with House of Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yikes. Um House of the Dragon um one of the co-showrunners is stepping down. So won't be returning for the next season. And apparently he like had it previously said like I will never do Game of Thrones again and then they somehow like convinced him and I think it was just like too much and so he's stepping down hmm. but I thought that was really interesting because it's like been getting such good reviews and like people are actually really liking it but maybe that's even more stressful to him. Yeah that's true. Just much to think about. I don't know them well enough to have that much to say about it, but I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, so he is someone who worked on the original Game of Thrones, I assume. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's like that's probably the dream job to have, like, the most famous show in the world, but also terrifying. Yeah, sounds terrible. Um, I didn't realize they were doing this. May I mean, it feels like the f- part one was so long ago, so... I probably did know it at one time, but the vow part two, all about Nexium, is dropping on October 17th on HBO. And apparently they're going to go through Keith Renier Ranieri, That's how you pronounce it. Right. Proud to say, I don't mm-hmm. remember how to pronounce that monster's name. <laughs> um, it's going to go through like his trial. Um, Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which could be interesting. Um, or or they could do it kind of boring and drag it out. Like Part one I liked, but there were some clearly dragging out moments. So, I don't know. I kind of want to hear the reviews first. This is another thing I literally saw on TV time a few wow. minutes ago as well. So, that's pretty interesting. Because, yeah, it showed up on my calendar and I was like, I didn't even know they were doing a part two. Wild. TV time, good job. Yeah. Um, they released like a long, a little bit longer. These, the White Lotus trailers, they really like to just breadcrumb. Yeah. (laughs) But there's a little bit longer of a trailer. Um, and we just, I don't think we have a release date. It's just October, but it looks good. I mean, I can't wait. And October is literally next month. So that's goofy to not say the day literally three weeks away oh that's so weird um i'm excited about this because i actually read this book in my book club last year maybe even like two years ago um they're doing an apple series based on it's an adaptation of the novel dark matter which is like a sci-fi thriller and the leads are going to be Joel Edgerton and Jennifer Connelly. And I was very excited about that casting. Wow. And yeah, excited. We love a book to TV adaptation on this pod. Yeah, it's, it's fun. As of recently for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have read way more books than me now. And they're all, I feel like, and I... so many of them that became shows. So it's pretty Impressive. It is pretty wild. Um my last piece of news, which I don't have that much to say about it, but I'm just like I had forgotten that it was even happening, but they announced who the is going to play Prince William and Kate Middleton and Prince Harry on The Crown season 6. And I'm just very excited. And also, I just think it's so interesting that I'm already getting this news, but I still have yet to get the other season. It just seems like Mm. they're working double time, but not giving us anything. But I'll be patient. I just had, like, kind of forgotten they were even going that far enough to cast Kate. Yeah, that's interesting. So it made me re-excited. Okay, because remind me, we left off on Diana young Diana when they just got married yes so they still have like the adult Diana stuff I totally forgot yes wow that's and there's only two seasons left so I think they'll do adult Diana stuff in season five and then the kids season six Mm -hmm. and like meeting Kate and like Kate and William getting married and then I don't think they're getting they're not getting up to Harry and Megan, I don't think. So like that's it'll be interesting to see where they stop it. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, and I did see the pictures of the who they cast for Will and Kate, and they're like young. So that's probably like mm-hmm. not even really when they have kids yet and stuff. So that's it's just interesting. It's like how do you yeah. end this show that's like ongoing in real life? Like it's just interesting. Yeah, it's wild the uh the like comparison photos they look really good oh yeah especially prince harry like it's pretty wild well and it's interesting too because it's like the pictures of the actors next to the pictures of will you're like oh they don't look that much alike but there is actually something that they look exactly like him it's kind of spooky yeah it's it's wild (sighs) gotta watch the crown i guess (laughs) Well, it sounds it like might be time. sounds like I have plenty of time though <laughs> before it finishes. <laughs> yeah, you do. All righty. On to our top 3. This week since we watched Only Murders in the Building, we thought it would be fun to say our top 3 TV characters we would like to have as neighbors. Because a big part of the show is the camaraderie or Drama, drama <laughs> that comes from your neighbors. And I think that's a really fun dynamic and it's fun to like have a whole show about it. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, who's a TV character you would love to have as a neighbor? Um, my number three, I said Danny Castellano from the Mindy Project. Mm, okay. um, nice to have a hot neighbor, but also he's a very capable person that could really help me if I was having like, I feel like he could help me if I had plumbing issues or something weird like that. And, and he may do it like he would maybe like complain about it a little bit, but he would always help you. Totally. And I feel like he would also, he is a complainer. So now that you say that I'm like, he would also probably help me like back me up if we had to complain to like the like landlord or the HOA. Yeah, exactly. So he would be I think he would, he be, would be HOA president. <laughs> he actually would. He would be um bunny, <laughs> cranky, <laughs> cranky like board president or whatever her actual title was.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I feel like
0: and he would like know everyone. I I think he would be kind of he would be crotchety but he would be a really good neighbor actually. And have a doctor that you can go to for random needs. Yes. Very useful. Um my Number three is Charlotte from Sex and the City. I Mm. feel like she'd be a good neighbor because she would be like quiet and she would probably like bring over baked goods and also attend the HOA meetings for me. Yes, she really would. And tell me all the hot gossip going down in the building. 100%. I think out of all the Sex and the City gals, I think she would be the best neighbor if you're only looking at, like, a neighbor that you aren't close with, but, like, is a good neighbor, I think yeah. she'd be good. She'd be reliable. I agree. Um, my number two, I said Donna from Parks and Rec. Ooh, fun. I First of all, because I feel like she lives in a nice place, and so hopefully that would mean I also live in a nice place. <laughs> um... And kind of similar I feel like kind of similar to Danny I mean like I think that she would be help like a helpful neighbor she would be like blunt like I wouldn't want to like be too loud or something and like piss her off but I think she would be like Mm -hmm. a really good ally in the building and she would like have really fun stories about everyone in the building I think and i mean she's also like she likes to party too like she would be a fun hang also like i I would want to be i think i would want to be closer friends with her like than with danny um so she outranks him but i think she would be a really good neighbor yeah i agree that's a brilliant answer i always forget about parks and rec when we're making these lists and she was great um, well, to piggyback off of that Parks and Rec Ooh. character, I chose Dev for Master of None. Okay. AKA Aziz. <gasps> and I said, I think he would, I literally have, end quote, funny, food, friends, lovers, question <laughs> mark. <laughs> it's true, though. I I think he would just be like, a nice guy that could you it could kind of go any way you want it Mm -hmm. like you could just be friendly and say hi he would like to say a joke while you're getting your mail kind of thing Mm -hmm. or like you become friendlier and like you have mutual friends and you like hang out on the weekends or like watch a movie together or and he's very into food and like makes homemade pasta could invite you over for that or maybe we become romantic and then that sounds fun too it's great. Well, if he'd be one of those people where you're like, whoa, I actually have so much in common with this guy. My neighbor. Yeah. The only thing is that if you date him, he'll probably write about you and put it in his show. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. But um, um, that would be actually... I'm fine that with that. That would actually be so interesting. Like, if that happened, like, what would their take be on it? You know what? Here's the thing. I think I would be honored that that would happen because... You know, my problem, I think that the people I date forget about me and I never (laughs) existed to them. So (laughs) I would love it if someone wrote a whole TV show dedicated to me, even if I looked bad in it. (laughs) Yeah, like you affected them so much. Because Yeah, exactly. I'm so powerful. Yeah. I mean, well, because I think something about that show that is relatable is how... Affected he is even by like not that serious of relationships or whatever. Cause I'm like mm-hmm. any man I've ever spoken to, I'm still haunted by some aspect of it. <laughs> 100%. So it would be nice to know it goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Exactly. Wow. I love it. Um, Thank you. Okay. My number one is four people from one show that all live together let's hear it and it is the rose family from schitt's creek (laughs) i love it in this scenario they still are broke and have to live in one apartment in this case and they would just be hilarious neighbors and it would be really really funny to like like i feel like if you bumped into any one of them like coming in and out of the building or whatever like it would be so mm-hmm. they're all just so fun to talk to and quirky and funny that like oh it would just be it would be awesome i would love to befriend the family Great interaction all oh around. yeah they would and honestly they would fit in well in um only murders in the building that like crowd of neighbors they're mm-hmm. all so um wacky and like have all their weirdness and quirks and they're like very eccentric and that's this show vibe Well, like every single one of them kind of already has like a similar a parallel character in only murders in the building yes so that'd be that's That's so true they could do like a funny like doppelgangers episode where like the family moves in and everyone's like wait a second yes oh my gosh yeah funny love it um my number one neighbor i said ava daniels from hacks because she's never home <laughs> the best neighbor of all <laughs> truly oh that is so funny i mean uh, hacks as a show like for people to pick from crossed my mind but i was like i okay i don't really want deborah as a neighbor she's like she would be mm-hmm. all up in my grill complaining about stuff all the time oh that's, yeah no no, oh, no that's so funny best neighbor she probably like she would, she would be ask you to, like, get her mail or water her plants or something, and you could just, like, basically have two apartments. Like, you'd have a whole yeah, guest house. great. Love it. Perfect. Well, Fun Neighbors would be a really fun block party slash potluck. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, Only Murders in the Building, season two on Hulu. <laughs> overall before we're going to have to talk spoilers cuz that's the nature of the show but feelings overall versus season 1 how did you feel um i loved watching this i i um i loved it so much more than season 1 actually um i thought that it, i thought it was funnier and i also thought the mystery was like easier to follow i feel like i remember that some parts of season 1 were kind of convoluted to me like Uh, Selena Gomez's old friend group and, like, um, Nathan Lane's uh, son who's deaf, how he was, like, friends with... Like, there was just, like, a lot of different things. And I feel like this season was, like, just kind of easier for me to follow. And I felt like um, they didn't have to waste so much time introducing all these characters. And so, since we know them, I felt like they were able to be funnier with each other because... So mm-hmm. much was already established of their relationships with each other. And I... So I I really loved this. I was, like, saving episodes because I wanted to, like, wait and watch them rather than, like, trying to get through it, you know? I loved it. Yeah. I can't really... I don't know how I compare it to season one because it's been so long. Um, I think I liked it better than season one. I think I... I still kind of struggled with the first couple episodes. I still... I... I come around to her in the end, but like Selena's character is still really hard for me to get used to. And like, I know that happened to me in the season, in the first season. And it happened to me again in the second season, even though I kind of knew it was like that. Uh It's just like, still like, I'm confused if this is bad acting or her character. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it is. I actually wondered that a little bit. Like, is Selena Gomez, like, is it part of her character that she's just like, so monotone or is that just kind of like, Like, she's both sarcastic and deadpan? Or is that just kind of how Selena is? And I feel like both? Maybe? I feel like... I feel like it's her character because they will make, like, comments. Like, they're like, that's her. Like, that's Mabel. And... That's true. But... And honestly, Selena, like, her TikTok personality, (laughs) she's, like, really funny. Yeah. And, like, pretty expressive. And, like, her cooking show and stuff. That's so true. One thing... I will say, I think there were moments that really humanized Mabel to me and made her feel more like a real person and not just like a millennial poster child was like when they're like, talk to my teenage daughter. She's too young. I can't relate to her. And then Mabel had no clue what she was talking about. I was like, yeah, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. I I felt like, um, the season one was so much, it was like, they're old and she's young and that's crazy mm-hmm. times. And this season I felt like they were kind of able to be more just characters and stuff. And like the joke, the old and young generational jokes just kind of happened more naturally. I really enjoyed how everything came together in the end. I did kind of miss, I liked in the first season where it was like every episode, it was like kind of dived into like an, a possible option of who it could be. And it wasn't as much like that this season. Mm. Um, And so I actually felt like I had a little bit of a harder time following along this season just because I think, I think it required the watcher to remember a lot more from season one than I did. Oh, okay. And I feel like the, like, uh, the, like previously on didn't sometimes didn't show enough for me to like fully connect, like. One storyline in particular, I still don't really understand. Is uh, Steve Martin's like daughter, or maybe not daughter? I still have no idea what that storyline was, and I'm still a little confused. Is that his biological daughter, or is it not? Well, now that you say that, I think they they refer to her maybe as like his step daughter or something, which would which would make sense because. Or, like, ex-stepdaughter or something. Because then it would make sense of why he was, like, I didn't know if I was allowed to text you or something. And yeah, and, and that it's, that like, that sense. would... And so, to me, now that we're talking about it, that would make way more sense. There would be a barrier if, like, he's her former stepdad. But, like, you know, like, that's different than if he were her yeah. actual dad. Biological dad, I mean. um, Yeah. So, I get that. I think, for me, I was kind of going in blind because I don't remember any details of the mystery of season 1 and I felt like I felt like it didn't matter I, well okay I felt comfortable in the mystery just like along for the ride and like learning certain things as it went on cuz I didn't remember anything about Tim Kono or whatever the guy who died before in the first season yeah. but I think that what you're saying is valid and it's also reminding me that <laughs> The the plotline that I had was I think part of it was I I was like not paying attention at a bad time or something when they were like oh I've got to go to Coney Island and I was like why <laughs> and then <laughs> and then later in voiceovers when like the that character is like saying like oh and I work security at Coney Island I was like oh okay that's why they went there <laughs> but I was like how do they get there um. This is weird. Also, Selena doesn't seem like she's even trying to communicate with this the deaf son. That was kind of (laughs) weird. That was very weird. But then by the end, she knows like full sentences in ASL. I was like, okay, I really have to suspend uh, reality to let this slide. But okay, (laughs) one of my notes is Mabel is the world's biggest mumbler, so having her talk to the deaf guy while he is driving is insane like yes he like is driving a car he can't look at he you can't look at you he can't sign with his hands that he's using to drive and she's like she i don't know th- those were that was probably my least favorite episode actually which like i like that character and it was fine and i still like i said loved this season and i in- was enjoying it but i was just like this doesn't really add up at all <laughs> yeah That's strange um, one thing that I absolutely loved was Amy Schumer's cameo as herself. I, I just loved that. I didn't, I didn't need it the whole season perhaps. And then I feel like it was like introduced and then dropped out. But off. also, yeah, where'd she go? It, they never mentioned her again. And it was like, they were like kind of working on a deal. No, this is, I guess a spoiler yeah, who's not the killer, but that would have been really funny if they brought her back and actually she was a murderer. But I really thought she was also, being really funny. <laughs> there were I did laugh pretty hard at a few things that she said. And well, I, by a few I mean a lot of what she said, but I also felt confused by her outfit. Like very weird. If she's playing herself, have her wear clothes that she would normally wear because she would never wear this weird shirt, tie, hat, coat. <laughs> It was very um like Diane Keaton outfit if Diane Keaton's clothes were like five sizes too big, it was odd. yeah yeah um who who's your favorite of like the the core three Selena Steve Martin no. or Martin Short Martin Short really pulled through for me this season me too yeah he he made me laugh the most times he was so funny. I will say, though, Steve Martin looked very hot in this one particular scene. He was wearing, like, a jean shirt that was, like, open with, like, a white shirt underneath. And I think he had some glasses on. Yeah. I was like, I am very attracted to you right now. He looks amazing. And he's, like, I looked yeah, he I looked looks up his great. age because I was, like, um, when Shirley MacLaine first showed up. I was like, what's their age difference? Because she was saying like, oh, I had an affair with your dad. And she's like 92 or something. And he's like 77. And he looks really good. He doesn't look that much older than when he was in like Father of the Bride. Wow. Well, when he, there's a part in the show where he's like, I'm 75 or something. And I was like, no, he's not. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Older than he even says in the show pretty yeah but also when he has that weird wig on from doing brazos it's the most <laughs> it's disgusting so thing I've it's ever like, seen in my that's whole life that's a really funny joke because he has clearly a full head of hair <laughs> makes him look so much worse <laughs> um I also did I I don't remember I guess I don't really remember much from season one I just remember like enjoying myself fine I don't remember the side plots as much but some of the side plots, like, m- of this season, like, made it so good. Like, some, of, like his side plot in the revival, or the reboot of Brazos, or, like, um, Martin Short was so funny to me, but mm-hmm. he also, like, his plot about, like, the paternity tests and stuff, and, like, with his son, I was like, he's, this was really good. Like, all that was, like, so solid. Jury's out on how I feel about. Care I don't think she's a good actor. <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate that story. I'll never line. get Enchantress out of my mind. I know. Like, I'm sorry, but that's always what she'll be to me. It's kudos to her for getting acting jobs after that. That's all I'll say. Yeah, it's true. She she actually bothered me a little bit less than I thought mm-hmm. she would. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because I know that her and Selena have an actual friendship outside of the show. So I felt like they had pretty good chemistry. Yeah. Because I actually felt like a lot of times when Selena was with her were some of Selena's best moments for me personally and her acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Is it because of the comparison that she seemed better or... Over with the chemistry. That's a like. Did she seem like yeah, so much better at acting next to Kara? I don't know. Good question. Hmm. We'll never know. No, we will never know. Um. I also one other thing I liked, and this kind of goes along with uh, something I was saying earlier about they don't have to introduce us to the characters, so we they can like do more. And that's how I feel about the neighbors in the building too, because I feel like. Season one, they were all just like mean and like just hated the main three characters the whole season. And it was kind of like actually kind of sad. (laughs) And this season, it's Mm -hmm. like they were all they still have like snarky relationships with them all. But like they helped each other more. And like I liked getting to see more from the neighbors. I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I agree. I like the neighbors a lot more and like their um, storylines and their interactions with each other were a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Um all right, I feel like we actually talked a lot of about a lot of stuff that I without too many spoilers. Yeah. But <laughs> with spoilers, um how did you feel about how it wrapped up? Um I felt like I thought that the the grand finale was really fun. I feel like logically, I felt like it was a bit of a stretch unless I'm just missing something. I was kind of confused about um, Poppy, the podcast assistant. Like, why would they make a a podcast about a girl who didn't actually get murdered? Like, almost like, how did that not unravel earlier on? You know, that like, like, was it just because the cop like helped cover up? her her lie that and then like they said she was murdered because I was kind of confused yeah I think I think he like covered it up they like found the murder weapon with her DNA and like arrested the mayor but without ever having the body found the body I was confused if Tina Fey's character actually knew who she was or not Mm -hmm. I was I was extremely confused I actually I think they could have set all that up earlier in the season a lit like planted a couple mm-hmm. more seeds of that you know like I don't know that that's one thing that I would change because I, they they dropped so much information on you in like the last two episodes that I was like hmm I I don't know I do think it was even though it was chaotic I did think it was kind of funny how like they really were convincing me that first the killer was Tina Fey then the killer was Kara And then they revealed the real killer. And I was like, this is wild, but it's kind of, it's like, it was fun. So I just, even though I was kind of still had questions, I was like, okay, I'll allow it. I'm having a good time. Yeah. I, that was honestly my favorite episode. And like every single time they like switched (laughs) gears, I was like, I knew it. And then I was like, I knew it. I had a feeling. (laughs) And, uh, like all three of those like scenarios were pretty believable to me, Mm -hmm. which is why it was kind of funny because it, something I meant to mention earlier is that like between the three main characters, I feel like a lot of them collected information without actually sharing it with one another, which made it a little bit, that's, (laughs) that's where my like confusion kind of came in. And I was having a little bit of a hard time following because like Mabel got like a key a piece of key information while she was with the other two of them and didn't tell them. And then like, so it's just like kind of, I just thought that was funny and I understand it made better. It made it better all in, in the end, but um, I did not believe that Steve Martin was murdered. So I was like anticipating something to happen there, but I really wasn't expecting him to like jump up like that. Did you jump? <laughs> I thought he like was hurt but not dead. Oh, but I was like, yeah. why did they cover him with a sheet? Well, and I, cause I still didn't realize that like Kara was in on it all too. And so I, I was like, Oh, he's got a blood bag. But I was like, but I'm not convinced that she didn't actually stab him or something. Like, I don't, I, mm-hmm. they had me one thing too. Well, and also like, she did lie about being the, yes, like murder in that game. It right? was a really good, like red herring to trick us because when they zoomed over that, she had that card after all, I was like, Oh, um, and they also didn't really address that she was literally reenacting Selena's, like, uh, the death scene with Bonnie and stuff. I was like, okay, that is weird. Like, you shouldn't hang out with her anymore, Selena. I think she's messed no. up. That's really weird. Um, one other thing that really didn't, I was like, okay, the fact that you were able to connect 14 sandwich to this sandwich on the menu I was like no no come on that is way too over the top I watched this episode so late last night that I completely forgot about that part especially when like that had already been on like the back of the painting so like I thought that that was yeah that no No, 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 no. And also the fact that they just happened to be there when she came and got her food and they didn't even like say like, oh, that was Poppy. No, I think (laughs) they met her for lunch. I think they were like, Oh, she's I think she was like, Meet me here and I'll get your I'll give you all the info or something. I think that was planned. No, she like came in and grabbed her food to go and the three of them were happened to be there having lunch. Dang it. I was, I guess I was writing too logical of a tale in my head to make that make (laughs) sense. Yeah, you were. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, like, I had so much fun watching it that these little coincidences that are way not believable. I think, I think that's the difference. Like, if this, like, okay, let's compare it to a show I have been thinking about recently, Clickbait, which was ridiculous and also not fun to watch and not good. And. True. Good comparison. So many things didn't make sense and didn't add up. And since the show was not fun at all, it was like, this is just a waste of time. This one, they all add up technically, but like the way they get there is just so ridiculous and doesn't make sense. But I love the characters and it's just so much fun that I'm just like, sure. Yeah. Love it. Solve the crime. Mm -hmm. Somehow I'm happy for you. And it's fun because it's, like, it's based in reality, but, like, Mm -hmm. uh, with all the things that happen, it's, like, this would not be a real thing. Yeah. Like, (laughs) the glitter bomb situation. (laughs) I'm sorry. That man would go home and take a shower immediately. Just But it was, like, a full day later that he had glitter behind his ears. Yes. (laughs) I want to talk about the very end, but Mm. I also wanted to say I love the closing theme song with. The, the yodeling the yodeling theme song i thought it was brilliant so funny it's like a show i like shows that have like inside jokes with itself and with the viewers yeah and i feel like yeah that's a good way to say that's it. how this is and it's just really fun it also i was actually kind of surprised they didn't drop this like in october it's like the most fall feeling show yeah it's interesting but, oh well they're all wearing sweaters and things and yeah, like Selena's wearing a full-on winter coat yes. and she's like hiking up this however many flights of stairs the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, she should be dripping in sweat and she doesn't, she isn't. She should have taken off her coat and left it with the dips. There you go. Oh, the dips. I also really relate to Martin Short's character how much he loves dips. Yeah, it's great. And I'm <sighs> like, I wish I had a restaurant like that that had that, those dips. Yeah. Um. Okay, the last thing I'm going to say is that I was watching the last episode and I was like, wait a minute. I thought Paul Rudd was going to be in this season. And then once I thought about that, because I knew he was going to be there, I was like, oh, he's going to, they're going to pull him in to like set it up for the next season. Or he's, and he's probably going to die. Like I, Because I knew that, I Mm -hmm. knew that that's how they were going to bring him in. And I was curious, what was the spoiler that you saw when you saw the news? Well, I looked up what I had bookmarked again, and it luckily didn't say specifically who he was or victim or something. But it said, like, Paul Rudd will return in season three after his surprise cameo in season two. And I was like, well, I don't even, like, in the finale of season two. And so I was, like, really annoyed that they would post... like you should have just said he's going to be in season three and then I would have still been surprised to see him in season two and not known he was about to die and things like that. So were you, so you just filled in the blanks and assumed he was going to die from that tweet. They didn't actually say that was that he died. No, no, they didn't. When I saw the tweet, I was thinking he was going to come in and maybe be like a new villain or something for them Mm. or like in the build something in the building. So it didn't, it didn't necessarily spoil it just spoiled that he was going to be in it. And I just wish I hadn't seen that at all. I wish that they had just said he's going to he's gonna be like a regular in season three. I agree. Because, yeah, once I realized he hadn't shown up yet, I was like, oh, yeah. he That's what's going to happen. Especially when, like, they do a time jump and, like, all this stuff. I felt like it was pretty obvious that his character was about to die. And now they're going to, like, show yeah. us. I guess the, this leading show does it. I don't know. Cause this show really does love a flashback. So they'll probably kind of have show both like all the drama leading up to that night. And then, cause mm-hmm. they're also going to be trying to solve it. I'm sure. So yeah. IDK. I texted this to Jordan when I was finishing the, um, this episode last night, but. I really, truly was living for the Paul Rudd-Martin Short, steve Martin um, interactions because it was giving Don't Worry Darling (laughs) at the Venice Film Festival (laughs) so strongly. Uh, And I just think that that will make that season even more funny because they have a lot of content they can pull from. And we may or may not get a full documentary on the Don't Worry Darling making of and press tour. I hope we get one. But if we don't, I hope that season three of Only Murders in the Building will pull from that because (laughs) it'll be great. Seriously. It's like I was I was just thinking like Ryan Murphy does those feud seasons yes but who would you even put the feud against like florence and olivia florence and shia labeouf Flo- shia labeouf and olivia <laughs> like, it's just like it could be harry and harry and florence it mm-hmm. also it has potential to be harry and olivia so well, there's just in chris so pine many. like it's just like yes. it's like this just this hate venn diagram that's it's like and olivia's right at the middle <laughs> Oh, but also the venn diagram is a bunch of circles that are purposefully not touching each other Uh and nick kroll is just in the middle (laughs) oh my gosh all right well i think that's everything on only murders in the building again it's still fun to like podcast about a show about a podcast yeah (laughs) um that is fun and yeah, it was a fun time, and I'm intrigued to see where the next season goes, because it's not, it doesn't seem like it's as, maybe it's, it, it's interesting to, like, have it be a completely different person, where, like, mm-hmm. this one was, all the murders have been in the building. Yeah, like, are they even allowed to podcast about it? They only do murders yeah, in like the building. Yeah, like, this murder happened on Broadway. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they work around that. Yeah um all right who is your crush of the week well I have a random one it's an extracurricular that okay let's hear it um well guess what I started binging from the very beginning it's a reality show because oh my gosh I'm excited it's a reveal because so I was watching claim to fame the hit of the summer that no one's talking about except us. <laughs> and it really but, wow, have I gotten so many people to watch this show. It's so good. Highly recommend. It's so entertaining. And it's it great. really makes me like the celebrity. not well, it really makes me like a lot of the celebrities who have relatives on it. Um it makes me like, like them more. Um no spoilers of yeah, who's I agree. my faves, but it's true. And anyway, I was like, dang, I'm really still in the mood to keep watching kind of like a strategic reality show. So I turned on Survivor season one. <gasps> one! One. Because everyone was like, oh, here are the best seasons. But they're like, but also you can't watch this one because it's all winners, So then it'll spoil. And I was like, I'm just going to start from the beginning then. How many seasons of Survivor are there? There's 40. But here's the thing. <gasps> It's because it's like the perfect, I like to have a show that's like non-committal, that that is just like ongoing project almost of like when Mm -hmm. I just, it's like a non-serious thing, you know? Yeah. Like I, I can like, like for example, I was doing my gel nails, which take a very long time. Perfect thing to have on. I don't even need to look at the screen the whole time, you know? Mm -hmm. So all this to say my crush this week is Jeff Probst the host of Survivor, he still got it. He really, yeah, he's great. And I was even looking him up because I was like, he has to have some kind of, like, controversy in the personal life section of his Wikipedia. (laughs) And he actually doesn't. Apparently there is... Clean as a whistle. Some season, he did start dating a contestant after they wrapped. And I was like, can't wait to get there. That's normal. In a long time, (laughs) but... (laughs) anyway yeah he is I mean that just came out in the year 2000 and like OG 2000s hottie wow that is that's pretty crazy yeah it was a big it's a life life change (laughs) to start watching yeah I'm a little bit shook did you ever watch it with your family or anything well the only season I've ever watched was probably like the end of season one and, um, but the, the seasons are like 13 or 14 episodes, which is also helpful, but I was just, that is helpful. I don't usually watch reality shows. I love a reality game show, but I don't always watch one where they're like, you have to be, I mean, I love the circle, but it's different. Like in claim to fame, they're like game playing, like truly strategizing of like, okay, I'm going to have to pick this person. I'm going to have to lie to this person and I'm going to share this clue with this person. And I was like, "Ah, I kind of have the bug to keep watching something like that, you know? And I didn't want to go to big brother. And the, um, the way that they do the, like, what's that word I'm trying to think of at the end where they like kick off someone. Oh yeah. Like the, the elimination stuff. Elimination has always reminded me of survivor on claim to fame. So, yeah, I mean, they're the blueprint really. And, The music is like the sound effects. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've it's so iconic and cheesy and I don't know, I just this all was happening yesterday and we'll see. I love this for you. Thank you. And I'm gonna make you give us an update (laughs) on where you're at with your No watching. That will wrap me out of how much TV I'm watching. I don't wanna do that. I think we deserve to know. Just look it up on TV time. okay well i'll stalk you i'm like yeah well and i'm telling you like i watched like four episodes because my nails take so long so wow fun yeah that's my journey i honestly look up to you because i can i can't even watch a show that has like two or three seasons because i'm like no too many seasons so 40 it's wild I bow well, I bow down and it's still uh, the other thing that gets me is that people are still watching it and having fun like I see people oh people they love it's had it like a resurgence I think like yeah it's very popular right now so I'm interested to know if you'll like start watching the seasons live as well I know I feel like you would I mean I did that with drag race and yeah exactly because it's like it's one a week it's not like all of a sudden mm-hmm. you have a million I don't know But we'll see. We'll see if I even stick with it. It is a lot. And maybe they're repetitive. But people still love it. They still watch. And so I want to be part of that community. (laughs) I agree. I've been wanting to be a part of that community, too. But I'm like, Mm, well, maybe I'll try to convince you. It's honestly, it's like, do I watch this? Or do I go back and watch all of Lost? And this is a lot lower stakes. (laughs) Because it's just like. I don't know it's just it's this like reality tv I can do I can play switch while I watch it I can do a project yeah put together my Ikea furniture (laughs) The, the possibilities are endless you can be so productive um well I am going to say this is also kind of a random but I kind of want to bring this up fun because we've talked about it. Um, I watched Call Me By Your Name because I noticed that it was streaming on Showtime. Oh. And I was so excited because I feel like I've never seen it streaming anywhere and like been able to like watch it at home and I hadn't watched it since it was in theater. huh. And I mean, it does still slap and is so beautiful and so good. So I'm going to say my curse of the week is Timothy Chalamet mm. because he's just a cute little baby in that. And honestly, I forgot he really isn't that much younger than me. I was thinking, like, oh, this is, like, disgusting. And, like, I still would never want to date him. He is too skinny for me. But I... Especially in that um, backless jumpsuit, you really... Yeah, yeah. He's a skinny boy. He's a little skinny boy, but he's just so cute. And it was fun to, like, see him in his... Before he made it big time again. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's amazing in that. You're, like he is how can a person act so well the army of it yeah. all is tough but well and that was what i was gonna say is i watched this the day before i watched i did watch house of hammer what is that on again is that on discovery plus it's on discovery plus Plus. and i was thinking it was going to be a documentary movie but it was a series and it was three episodes long and it was way too long. Like, they mm. needed to cut out half of the content that they had in there. But it was pretty fascinating. And, like, there is a lot of really interesting stuff within Army Hammer's family. And it's really f- interesting to have that context now, as, like, Dumois has been posting that, like, Army's been kind of back in LA and was just spotted at Airwan and was at lunch doing, like, an NFT, <laughs> like, with a bunch of nft bros and oh no um it's interesting to like have the background that i have now so if you have the time to kill and are interested and have access to discovery plus i recommend it uh if not i say just go online and find an article that has like all the most shocking details listed out for you because Mm. it was pretty long good we watched it all in one night but it was slow moving at some parts Bummer. It's like they're just hoping the hype will get you to watch it, but which it will. It will. And like it was interesting because I, I mean, I've never watched anything on Discovery Plus, so like, uh, it was weird because it was like kind of cheesy and dramatic documentary style in some parts, but I also think they did a pretty good job at like making things come full, circo- full circle, especially with like, uh, story that is so touchy like sexual abuse that also like emotional abuse and also uh like sexual kinks without like kink shaming kind of thing Mm -hmm. they did a really good job of kind of talking uh through a lot of it and i thought it was interesting okay so great there you have it house of hammer um all right well i was trying to remember how they sign off on only murders in the building on their podcast do they have a sign off no i don't remember it just Tina i feel Faye like just they might just one. say like i'm mabel <laughs> What's Tina face? <laughs> I don't remember what it is. I just remember if she has one, but it's also hard because hers is called "Only Murderers in the Building." It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's this is really not confusing. a good title. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're gonna see yours first. Theirs is first alphabetically, I think. No, actually, hers would murders murderers. I think there's hers would be first, so maybe she is smarter than to use that name. Interesting. Anyway. There you have it. That's our sign off. <laughs> and then we say, thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, hi.